Hi, Sam. Yeah, hi. How are you? I'm very tired, but I'm good. Well, yes, that's having young children for you. Luckily, I'm over that phase with my teenagers. But you have dogs, I've heard, instead. <laughs> yes, I've got too many dogs, too many cats. They're all slightly annoying, but um, but uh, I've just let two of them in the office now, so they're sat in front of me. Hopefully, you can't hear them breathing and snuffling away. Um, but we are going to be talking about buzzwords yes in the industry yes um and by buzzwords we mean things like organic natural vegan vegan vegetarian my favorite of all time clean <laughs> uh minimally processed i saw the other day as well um and and i think it would be useful to get our take on what they all mean um yeah. we could even venture into sustainable biodegradable etc etc if we have time um do you want to suggest the first one or do shall i crack on i guess i think it's a good topic because i saw something that annoyed me this week uh in my insta, um, <laughs> insta feed i just got um oh, good I don't even remember the brand name, but that doesn't matter. But it was a brand, like a natural brand. You know, they had all the buzzwords in there. But what they did was that they were selling oils and uh, in a glass bottle. And they called it oil, infused oils. And they actually had in the oils on the picture, they had like rose petals or they had ginger or they had, you know, they had organic material in the oils. Now I tried to make that, but I tried to make chili oil for, you know, pizza and stuff the other week. And I, I actually put in um, jalapenos in oil and uh, it, that started, the oil started bubbling after a few days. and. Um, it was very clear that something bad was happening in the oil. And I'm just thinking that's exactly what's going to happen with those skincare products. And I'm thinking, how could you even, um, how could you even come up with an idea? I mean, you clearly don't know what you're doing if you're selling that as skincare. There must be some sort of preservative system in there, uh, or it's a pure oil or i mean how would you preserve rose petals and various other bits and pieces in there if you if it's if it's got contaminants in the oil how would you go about exactly that's what i'm thinking and it looked like a very it looked like a small brand so again i'm just jumping to conclusions but my just immediate thought was but this can't be is good. it american yes it's american oh okay so probably somebody's just made it in their kitchen and is yeah selling it exactly but it's a brand that will probably do well because they had all the buzzwords and you know oiled infused or inf you know it, it sounds amazing and it looked super natural and it looked super organic vegan slash clean whatever you want to call it but i just I, it was so clear that that this is will be very very bad for people but you know yeah i i in fact i read something about it was about um, a young company in Seattle and it was celebrating the fact that look what you can do from your kitchen table and now they're this global brand 
And I felt like saying you can't do that and be a global brand that, you know, the products they're making in their kitchen would have come to a certain stage and then they would have had to take it to a contract manufacturer who then would have done all the safety testing and looked at the formulation and made sure that it was um, safe for the consumer. Uh, and in Europe, of course, we'll have uh, toxicology testing and a lot of sort of tight regulation before it even goes to um, the market. Yeah, and I, yeah, no, I agree with you. And it, it's, um, I mean, let's start with that buzzword, like handmade. Um, and you know what? I, if it's a person like myself, no, but, but people who know what they're doing, say they hand make a product in a lab um, under the right conditions and, you know, it's a formulation that has been tested, etc. You know, I have no problem with that. But handmade, because the questions I see from people, I mean, you're looking online and you look at um, communities that um, these forums where you have formulators, not even formulators, like people who hand make um, skincare products. And the questions that are there, it's it scares me sometimes because it's really, um, you know, it could be things like people are, are making formulations that have a pH of one or a pH of 8.5. I mean, su- just really unsuitable, like da- seriously dangerous formulations to put on your skin. People don't understand what they're doing. And, and that's, so I, I would say handmade. I'm like always super cautious with it. Uh, because it really has to be someone who knows what they're doing and understands um, the ingredients, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but also, I read this week that um, the big range that Henkel has created, uh, it's the vegan product range, yeah. um, they've got some sort of microorganism contamination. Now, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a big brand, and they're yeah. making mistakes um, because they're not preserving. Well, I'm, I'm, um, I'm presuming here, but but if they've got a micro uh, organism contamination, they haven't preserved it correctly. Yeah. Uh, and th- this is the this is the danger that uh, that brands enter. You know, if it's vegan, it doesn't mean it doesn't have any preservatives in it. Exactly, and and again, like we say with the buzzwords. I mean, what is vegan skincare? Fair enough. If you are a hardcore vegan, you probably want vegan skincare products. Um, but just because they're vegan doesn't necessarily mean that they're better for you, for example. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're better for the environment. Um, no, I think that's a lifestyle choice. That's, you know, you don't eat animals and, and therefore you don't want any animals being... Um, killed for your cosmetics but 90 90 plus percent of cosmetic products don't have animal derived ingredients in and the animal derived ingredients are things like beeswax lanolin which the animal doesn't die to to produce those they're just a natural byproduct of um of the life of a bee making honey or a sheep that gets shorn every uh, every year or twice a year it's from the fleece so I think it's a little bit, uh, again, misleading, uh, that element to it. Um, and also, okay, 
how, well, how how do you how far do you want to analyze these products? They all have to be safety assessed, and as part of that safety assessment, they have to be microbiologically challenged, mm-hmm. which means spreading it on an agar plate in a petri dish, okay. um, waiting for bacteria to grow. Now, what's that agar that feedstock made from? Usually, it's uh, sort of bovine um, derived. Mm-hmm. There are there are companies that do a vegetarian alternative. But are these vegan vegetarian brands uh, using that or or do, do they only go to so far as the ingredients or do they go so far as I don't know. I mean, it, I, I, it's just a, it's just it's another buzzword, whereas actually, if you look in depth and look deeper, then perhaps it's it's not it as you thought. No, exactly. And I think vegan is, I mean, vegan is a buzzword that is fairly easy to put on your product. Because as you say, if it doesn't contain beeswax, um, or how do you pronounce it in English? Cow, kaolin, no? Uh, lanolin. Lanolin, sorry. Lanolin, that's how you pronounce it in English. Um, exactly. Most things are, uh, are vegan. Um, so, so you, you're safe uh and it's a good it's a good buzzword i mean a lot of people oh it's vegan it has to, and they immediately think oh it has to be really really good for you um so that's an easy one and your favorite clean beauty i mean clean i'm sticking pins in my eyes as you say that no but really if you think about it you could probably put that on any product any skincare any beauty personal care beauty product you could probably put it in there and put that under the category of clean beauty if you really wanted to i mean it's it's ludicrous i i read something the other day that it was defined as uh generally a product that has natural and organic products is free from certain ingredients which is a nonsense uh and uh but these dif- these definitions can also change well of course they can change it, clean doesn't mean anything so it, it's it's exactly what you want it to mean it's it's utterly ludicrous it's the most ridiculous trend buzzword that i've ever seen in our industry and i think it's 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 it should be banned and any brand that calls themselves clean i want to go and knock on their door and have a really intense conversation with the brand owner it's it's ludicrous i think you are misinforming your consumer you're being far from transparent and um yes there you are there have i am i clear (laughs) yeah i got the question once and i to be honest i didn't know how to answer it because i got a question someone asked me what is best clean beauty or natural beauty or clean beauty ingredients or natural beauty ingredients and i it was like they, they wanted me to make the distinction between the two and it's it's um and then i asked them like again oh, right so what do you mean and they had like a really strange definition that uh clean products were things that were only safe whereas natural uh were something that was organically grown i mean they got all the buzzwords mixed together it's 
Yeah. It's so confusing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, the, the only one, I mean, organic, again, I've said it before. I, I, organic's just a made up term. There's no definition, just as there's no definition for natural. But it, but I can I can identify a bit more with natural. Organic is, is just uh, a commercial term used by companies that are commercially driven with their own ethos and their own agenda. There's lots of them and they all they all say yes to certain things and no to other things. Mm. So it, it's, it's, it doesn't mean anything um, other than a company somewhere is making money mm. out of um, giving their, giving their stamp of approval to a product of when the product then pays them a lot of money to have that on there. Um, it's, it's, um, it's commercial, it's money. It doesn't mean anything. Mm. Whereas natural, you know, there's a chap called Dean Godfrey, who is probably the most eminent guy in in, um, in the UK when it comes to preservatives. He's sort of semi-retired now, but but he's a, an amazing scientist. And, and everyone asks his opinion when it comes to preservation. And he sort of says that, OK, if, if you're saying it's natural, then the two questions you need to ask yourself, does the substance exist in nature? And is the substance extracted from nature without any chemical modification? Mm. So only if the answer to both these questions is yes, can the substance be truly described as natural. Mm. But there's all sorts of confusing elements there. People confuse natural and organic. They are not the same things. They are not interchangeable. Um, you know, ingredients certified as organic are not natural. Mm. Like phenoxyethanol is not found in nature. Um, and it's certainly not extracted from nature without any chemical mod modification. And it's one of the only preservatives that most of the organic products have in them, mm. whereas they won't have parabens, which, of course, is found in nature. Um, so it's a really confusing area for everybody. Um, mm. and, and I just wish people would, would be a little bit more transparent and, and try and explain what they mean when they say natural or organic or yeah, whatever. I, I agree. And I also think it's, I mean, looking at, we have 12 years now or 11 years to save the planet. Not much time, dear. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? I, I think like it, it's very easy to, to talk about, you know, clean and organic, but, and that's, you know, goes along with it. People think it's good for the earth and so on, but it, it's really important to actually look at facts now and not, you know, base, a global brand on raspberry seed oil. You know what I mean? That is very rare, very, you know, very low yield. And uh, it requires uh, hectares and hectares of, of, or acres, do you say in English? Yes, well, we, either, either or. But acres of land uh, j just to produce like one bottle. People need to understand um, what's actually happening. Yeah. They say they're, you know, natural brand, but they, then they say they're free from petrochemical. Well, you know, petroleum oil and petrochemicals are, are entirely natural. They're, they're some of the most natural products out there. Mm. But, but um, you know, they're not sustainable. But again, that's that's another buzzword. That's another thing. And and I think I think sustainability is an area that uh, we really do need to focus on. But it's not it's not just being sustainable in your packaging or your ingredients or your supply chain. It's being sustainable in everything you're doing from the paper you use in your office to the chairs you sit on 
to the stickers you use, yeah. the, the ink that you use on your products. To, I mean, you have to look and audit everything you're doing if you want to be a sustainable company. But but a lot of brands are just mm. using bioplastics, which is instead of using um, ethanol derived from petrochemicals, they're using it from sort of cornstarch or uh, sugarcane, sort of plant-based ethanol. But but the plastic mm. at the end of that is exactly the same. It still takes 350 years to, to degrade. Mm. Just because it's got bioplastic on it, it doesn't really isn't really solving the problem. It's it's helping in 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 one in one sense, but it isn't it isn't enough. And we you know our hands are tied slightly by the very nature of our products. And people say we'll go to glass. Well, glass isn't really renewable if you if you understand the process of how glass is made and the the, um, the process of recycling glass. That doesn't help either. Um, so mm. we really need solutions. And I think you're right, Katharina. We haven't got long to find them. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think, and, and I, I agree with you. I think sustain, sustainable beauty is a buzzword I'd like to actually focus on and, and have a definition of. Um, but as you say, then that requires to look at everything. I mean, it's, that's only not only the beauty ind industry, that's any industry. but um there you have to look not as you said not only the ingredients but how do you manufacture your product how do you source where do you source from where where's your warehouse do you ship water across the world like i mean when i say water i mean like shampoo and conditioner for example like which is almost 70 yeah absolutely i mean are you shipping that across around the world several times i mean there's so many things um that you need to look at there, but sustainable beauty, I think, is is a good and petroleum free to some extent because I think we have to move away from from that. I mean, and, and that's not only the beauty industry, but in general. So I, I kind of like those buzzwords more because they actually have a um, function in a sense, and a function. It's not only you know buy this product because you will look beautiful. It's actually something that I, it's a useful buzzword i think but there's no definition of it right now like what is sustainable beauty for example no one knows you know i agree i don't i don't think there is there is one yet i mean i've i've seen so many innovations um there's a brand they, they said oh that we're using paper for our packaging mm. yeah and i thought well how does that work how does that work that can't be right Actually, what they're doing is they're using a paper surround and yeah. inside is a plastic insert, yeah, which exactly. is great because they've, re they've reduced the plastic by 60%, but they've then had to manufacture this sort of cardboard paper, you know, um, external skin. Well, what's, what's, the, um, what's the energy needed to produce that? Yeah. You, you know, so everything has a give and a take and, and, and it is difficult and people are trying to do their best and they're trying to find a way through. But at the moment, um, we haven't got there yet. Uh, the food industry, I think, is is somewhere where they can improve it. But with the cosmetics industry, it's difficult. Yeah. It's really difficult. And, um, you know, post-consumer recyclable plastics, et cetera, et cetera, they only have a, um, they, they do have a, a life and after a certain amount of time that plastic can't be recycled again because because it's just too um 
well, basically yeah. too smashed up to, to, to reform in it as anything. And also the, the volumes are so high when it comes to the um, um, recycled, recycled plastic. I mean, for small brands, it's, it's pretty uh, difficult to uh, kind of meet those volumes in order just to get like one minimum order. Um, uh, absolutely. I'm just putting it yeah. out for anyone who's listening. If anyone wants to, or more than one brand wants to team up, and have the same bottle and different labels, and just so you can get up to the volume of. Re- of I'm I'm in. I'm just saying it up loud. <laughs> <laughs> good, good shout out, and and Bulldog are doing I think something about you know a five liter refillable body wash or shower gel that yeah. you can get, but it's going to take an awfully long time for consumers to buy their body wash shower gel in five liter containers exactly um you know it's it's a great initiative and i think that's the way to go sort of refilling Mm. but then you have you could refill at home but if you're trying to refill in store you've got um, cross-contamination you've got the mess and the I just, you know, I, we th- there is no solution out there that I've seen at the moment that can replace traditional plastics and glass at the moment. We're trying to reduce and lessen it. Yeah, I was talking to a, a woman this um, this week, actually, earlier this week, who was looking at um, setting up a zero waste store. Um, and uh, we we're just talking about that. How do you, how could you sell consumer products uh in uh, in bulk and i mean it's it's one thing to sell um detergents and things in bulk that's fairly easy because it's not that you know cross contamination is not as sensitive but when it comes to 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 skincare and and personal care it's uh that's where it gets tricky um because you don't really want people also to kind of start like mess, messing around with the um, with a batch, what would you call those? Like the, see, I'm losing all my words today, Sam, because I haven't slept. Right. Next buzzword, Katerina. We've done clean. We've done uh, organic. We've done natural. We've done sustainable. We've done vegan. We've done vegetarian. I think we've done pretty well. I think we've done most of them. What do you think is the next buzzword then for 2019? Honestly, I think we're going full circle. I think that the industry uh, will try and um, think of these words to create a buzz. But actually, I think brands are going to start leading in this field in terms of if you really want to be transparent, you have to be transparent. You have to actually educate your consumers and trust them with the information that they can actually make their own minds up and i think that we're going to see a more uh, a focus on efficacy and and what the product is and what it does and and why you formulated it to do what it does what you've used for that um and i think we will go full circle and i think we'll come back to the science because that's what our industry is about mm. it's not it's not the food industry you know, cosmetics are not food. We don't eat cosmetics. They, they, they have a very different purpose. And um, yeah. and I think that's where the industry is going to go. I think it's going to take some time. And people <laughs> sometimes raise an eyebrow when they hear me say it. It's going to come back to education. What do, we, what do you think? 
No, I think I think you're right. Actually, I think um, it will take a while, though. I don't think it's going to happen in 2019. I think the clean beauty is still very, very strong. Um, I mean, this is just parentheses, but it's um, just to to explain how strong the clean mo- beauty movement is. Is of course linked to a lifestyle, uh, and there is a state emergency right now in Was- in Washington State because of the measles, because people haven't um, given the kids the vaccines, um, because there are a lot of people who think that vaccines are bad for children. Um, Mm. And I think that just shows how strong that philosophy is right now in certain parts of the states, at least. I mean, mean, that's really dangerous. I mean, you're putting your kids in danger and putting other children in danger. so parentheses just shows you how how dangerous it actually can be with this type of misinformation, um, but but going back to so I I think it's very strong still, but maybe I I I kind of tend at least the people who who uh, work in the industry and even even some consumers I I kind of now get the sense that people are saying well actually I don't believe in all the on the herbs and the the spices and the the crystals in skincare. I might actually look at facts now. So maybe twenty twenty facts will be the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might it might be a little bit longer than that. But there's a there's an organization called Sense About Science, and they're very concerned that, especially when it comes to policy making and and areas of that nature, that we we are not looking at the evidence. We are listening to the people who are shouting loudest mm. and we're listening to marketing and misinformation. And it's that's a danger when when policy and legislation and laws are bought in mm. due to misinformation and they don't look at the scientific mm. evidence. And that you know, there's a there's a danger in that. You know, when parabens, when that mm. first came out, um even though the the original report that's just since been um, sort of proven as bad science, nowhere in there did she say that it caused cancer. In fact, the opposite. She said you can't really um, you can't really derive anything from these findings other than what I found. If mm. you know what I mean. Mm. But but it got picked up on, and and the the evidence wasn't looked at it was just the fear and the story it was lazy journalism that that's done the damage and then the brands have run away from it thinking it's not what the consumer wants but as i say we're going to come back whether you know we're at a stage now where the tail is wagging the dog in our industry where somehow brands think that consumers should be doing the formulating which is absolutely no yeah no that's exactly happening because i that's when you, I mean, anyone who knows about preservatives, this is just the the best example. Everyone is like, parabens are the best, but it's not going to sell. So we have to use other, other alternatives because people don't want parabens. And yeah, it's insane. But, but that's, I, I disagree with that. You see, I, I, I think that if you educate your consumer, mm then they will want it. It's it's the fear and the, the running away. And it's going to come back to bite these brands on the backside. Because when 
they're loved by dermatologists because uh, they're so skin friendly and virtually no sensitization issues. They're a fantastic, fantastic ingredient. And brands that have run away from them purely because, I mean, you can use what you like to preserve your product. There are probably better preservatives for different kinds of formulations. Mm. But if you're, if you're saying you're free from parabens and you're running away from them for nothing else than to gain the sales, that's going to go full circle and you're going to be shown up to be uh, what you are, basically, as a brand. Yeah. Or not. No, but I think I th- I think you're right. I think because it's this is the thing with anything, right? You know, this is a big, big push with natural and organic. Um, and my hope is just that the sustainable aspect will still it has to be still be important. That that's what people will look at rather than yes. Um, has this product been made? Um, vibrations of amethysts, you know. <laughs> You know, the complexities involved in our industry cannot be explained away by a word like clean. It's 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 so dismissive of your consumer to use that word. And, um, you know, the sooner the sooner that goes, uh, I think the consumers will be better off. But as you say, I don't think it's going to go for for a good few years yet. Yeah, and I'm I'm just thinking how to communicate it as well because obviously people don't have, I mean, people don't have the patience to read articles or long explanations and and, and stuff. I mean, people read the headlines nowadays and then they do, and just uh, like write tons of headlines with that and tweets like parabens are good. Yeah, yeah, you know yourself though when you've heard something when you think you've heard something bad or you've read something bad, then then that's easy to understand and take on board and then changing that uh takes a lot more effort to change somebody's view even though they may have been incorrectly informed to reverse uh, uh something that's already been made up in somebody's head is very very difficult yeah. and i think also the the problem with with these buzzwords like vegan natural organic clean the average consumer actually thinks they don't know the definition of it. That's clear. But they actually think that it's a thing. It's a standard. I think that's the problem. Is people think that there is this professor or whatever who's been sitting, uh, analyzing it, classifying, making sure that it's a, it's a good standard, good definition. And, you know, so, so you can put a stamp on it if you fall under a certain um, criteria. But the thing is, there aren't any. So that's the people such strong belief that it, it's actually uh, there is some it's thought out. But, you know, as we know, it's clearly not. And that's so, why every brand launch in the past 18 months has has used all those words because there is no definition. There is yeah. no standard. Uh, so anyone can use them at any time. Yeah. Just chuck them on uh, 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 and. Um, you know, no, the same with no nasties, all that stuff. You can, you can say that as a brand from day one because they don't mean anything. Exactly. No, I, I mean, I do hashtag clean, clean beauty, green beauty, natural beauty on Instagram. But I mean, I do that because I know that those are hashtags that, you know, people, but, but as you say, they don't. You're, you're trying to get into that feed. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, I've got I've got a few um, 
I've got a few things coming up this week. I've got an SCS event in Bristol tomorrow. We are doing a roundtable discussion on Brexit, what that means for brands. We've also got a discussion on sustainable packaging um, alternatives and propositions and a small business seminar and something on something else which I've forgotten but I'm really keen to to listen to um and then I'm film yeah Sam, you get homework you have to brief us all about Brexit what you learned yes although nothing's ha- you know there's no point doing anything about Brexit because nobody knows what's happening so as a small brand you you haven't got the money to spare to to think okay we're going to spend it on this in case this happens this if this happens this if this happens you've just got to i think we've just got to hold off and just wait and then because we don't know what we're dealing with as soon as we know what we're dealing with then we can deal with it but but there's nothing there's no yeah. can't do anything because because there's we don't know what's happening you have plenty of time it's six weeks it's nothing it's it's <laughs> it's about as much time as we've got to save the yeah, earth exactly Okay, well, I will um, speak to you next week. I will update you on what I've learned or not learned from the Brexit talk. And and have a good week. So it's always lovely to speak to you. Yeah, and speak. uh, Yes, exactly. I'm so keen to hear about Brexit discussions. See you then. Bye. Bye, Sam.